0: On TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News.
1: The last few years have seen an escalating buildup of hype around 5G network technology. Experts say it's one of the biggest developments in mobile tech. So, is it worth it? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started.
0: This is in America today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City.
1: Starting July 1st, AT&T, Verizon and other wireless carriers will be free to boost the power of their C-band 5G signals and industry leaders say it's going to change everything. The onset of 5G is pushing the telecommunications sector to get creative as its infrastructure needs to grow, ultimately making it more complex and costly. Now, after years of delays, 5G boost has arrived. Take a listen. 5G is certainly going to make a massive impact on the way that we we continue to consume technology going forward. The speeds, the latency that 5G is going to bring is going to be a massive differentiator. So for us as a technology company and trying to help our clients transform their businesses, I think 5G is going to be a game changer. For more, let's bring in Hugh Odom, the president of Vertical Consultants. Thanks so much for joining me today. So is 5G worth all the hype?
0: Well, you're right. There's been a lot of hype right now. Personally, I would say there's a lot of disappointment on a couple of different levels. First, from a consumer level, there's been a lot of disappointment. Uh, the All the major carriers in the U.S. have promoted, promoted, and promoted 5G for the last few years. If you turn on the television, you, all you'll see is commercials promoting that 5G service. However, most consumer users of 5G really haven't seen a dramatic difference between what they had with 4G. One of the reasons there is 5G for the main reason 5G was put out was not so much consumer driven, but it was more industry driven, economic driven. And that's the second layer. The second layer being, is this going to be a game changer on the industrial economic level? And that is a little bit farther along and could be a big impact across the globe and in the United States on an economic level in the economic forefront, industrial forefront, in the education forefront and the and the healthcare forefront as well.
1: So the rollout was really billed as transformational. And as you kind of just mentioned how it's panning out for consumers and businesses, but you know, it does still have potential. What's your analysis moving forward?
0: Well, I think the big thing in the United States is going to be continued infrastructure build out. What I mean by that is we're looking at um, up to um, one million new cell sites, cell towers and other cell sites being built across the United States. Without that, without infrastructure being built out, you cannot build out a true 5G network. What we have now in the United States is what I call 5G light. It's a very low grade, low band, actually, 5G service. So you have to continue to build out 5G for consumer bases and for, and for industrial bases as well. So first infrastructure. Second is getting that, getting that technology out and about with regards to the, the carriage themselves in the United States. So first we have to build it out. Second, we have to promote it. Third, we have to actually implement it. And I think that's the next three layers of the 5G rollout in the United States.
1: What do you think are some of the leading facts, factors as to why we are seeing a bit of an underperformance when it comes to 5G?
0: Well, I think the first is that we kind of got driven a little bit. I'll, I won't blame it all. But when when COVID hit, the supply chain got hit pretty hard. So the build out of infrastructure across the United States and course, across the globe as well was impacted there. Th- secondly, I think there was a little bit of overhype, as I mentioned before. So I think they put out a high bar to get across, and they are not meeting that at all. I think a third is there's been a lot of regulation on technology in the United States, particularly 5G, between the FCC and the uh, current administration to actually implement the technology and get it built out across the United States. So you have government uh, impo- uh, limits, you have s- supply chain issues, and you have some issues that I think, again, they it and are underperforming.
1: And what do you think are some applications of its true potential?
0: Well, I think the three biggest applications are going to be economic. We're still on the forefront of 5G being pushed out on a high band level, and that will really change the game. And on an economic basis, there are some estimates that you're going to see a $13.2 trillion impact on the economy uh, because of the game changing Uh, technology as it results to industry and the ability to be more efficient and able to do more based upon the data transfer that 5G allows. From a healthcare benefit, I think there's a second layer here. I think medicine, as we know it, is going to change dramatically. What I mean by that is you're going to have a lot more applications with telehealth, so you don't have to go into your doctor, into the hospital. You're going to be able to sit there because the the nature of 5G, the amount of information and data that can be transferred, the speed it can be transferred, you're going to be able to monitor patients at their home uh, every day to day, have vital statistics uh, about their health daily, and that's going to change. I believe the healthcare industry and education, I think, is another big impact. It's going to help with regards to remote learning uh, across the United States, the ability to have people in outlying areas have the same capabilities as as those in urban areas as 5G delivers that ability to access that data for students across the United States.
1: Now, I'm sure you are aware in the United States starting July 1st that plane that are not retrofitted with certain radars across the country they can't land in low visibility and a lot of industry experts are warning that this will cause significant delays for travelers and this is all due to the 5g uh bandwidth of course expanding what is your uh analysis on this situation impacting the airlines and of course summer travel
0: Well, I think it's going to impact starting July 1st. I think right now it's estimated that about 20 percent of all domestic aircraft have not retrofitted. And that means 20 percent of the fleets out there, aircraft fleets, are going to have an issue with this possible interference between 5G technology and the altimeter on the plane. And the altimeter measures the distance, the altitude, especially when you're landing the plane. And As you mentioned, if you have a bad weather condition like fog or, or storms, you rely upon this altimeter to determine that, determine that altitude. And if that's not working cro- properly because of interference with 5G, then you have to reroute the plane, you can't land. And that's gonna cause delays, possible cancellations across the United States. The sad part of this is this this issue has been out there for two plus years and there's been a back and forth between the FAA, the FCC, the wireless carriers and the airlines about getting this resolved. And here we are two plus years later and we still don't have it resolved. And that's the that's the blame of many people, more particularly, I think, the U.S. government for not stepping in and mandating this get resolved uh, quicker than it has been.
1: So that was my question. Is there a clear cut blame to kind of lay in the lap of one of the uh, important players here? Of course, after the pandemic, so many people want to travel and it's the summertime, so it will be very interesting to see what happens. Do you think that they can come to a solution quickly?
0: Well, I think they've had, as I mentioned, they've had a lot of time. I think what's going to happen is as this as more issues come up and there's going to be issues starting July 1st, I think there's going to be just pushed to the table that they're going to have all these chips going to fall where they're going to where they're going to fall with regards to delays, et cetera. And I think they're going to have to do something. And the only way you do that, in my opinion, uh, is you have the FCC, FAA sit there and mandate certain things that have to be done before this can go forward any further but right now they've set a date of july 1st they're going to maintain that date and they're going to see what happens and if something uh, happens that causes significant delays uh, around one of the busiest holidays in the united states they're willing to take that chance
1: so as you know we are always looking to the future in the technology sector so when can we expect and what can we expect from 6g
0: well, it's six G. Is uh, there was an interesting article even this morning saying that that China is pulling a far ahead and really focusing on six G technology. So is the United States, but they're expecting to have an introduction uh, as early as two thousand twenty eight, and that is right around the corner in technology standards. And by two thousand thirty, they think they can have a significant rollout, and the impact will be great. It, it, it's just as five G will have an impact as it finally gets rolled out to full scale. 6G is significantly faster, significantly broader, and it is the best way I can explain it is futuristic with regards to its capabilities. They understand, and this is really the, the component of it, that it just has such a broad scope of impact from economic to healthcare, education, mm-hmm. uh, for consumer as well. So any of this technology that rolls out is going to impact our daily lives, but it is an economic hey. driver as well.
1: Thanks so much for your time. More Ticker News right after.